Hey everybody, welcome back to Judd and Lynn's in every direction. Hi. We're doing another rant. Yep. Your Today turn. I'm going to be ranting about politics, <laughs> but only a little. We've got to keep these to five, ten minutes. Yeah, I'll try. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to do a feisty little corner of politics. Little politics. And I'm going to try and be the devil's advocate. Yep. I'm going to talk, I'm going to rant, I'm going to get really mad about <laughs> economics in politics. Mm-hmm. Are we talking just globally or Australia or the US? Just wherever you just are, generally. where elections are happening yep. and the politicians are using economic arguments to convince you to vote for them. Such as? Like? We are going to, you know- Spend X amount on this. We're going to reduce the deficit. Yep. We're going to um, cut taxes to give more money to the working class. Mm-hmm. These types of arguments, they get thrown around and it's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> the basic thing that makes me really mad. Yes. No one, like I want to say 1% of the population maybe is qualified to actually understand the arguments and be able to make an informed decision about whether that's a good idea or not. Well, what should we be running on then? I mean, everyone can have an opinion on social issues. Yeah. They can have an opinion on foreign policy. But I want to know where the money's being spent. Where money is being spent is a totally different topic. And that's actually something that most politicians don't touch. I would love to see just for each party a website where all the major spending things were just put up front. And you could see where each party wanted to spend money. They don't do they actually do want you to know where they spend <laughs> money. because or most where they of get it, it from as well. Most of it goes to like the military <laughs> or other things that have zero impact on day-to-day people. Yeah, I think in Australia, there's like 40% of it goes to healthcare and not much to military. Like you, you can see a breakdown, um, but that's not what you're talking about. You're talking about- how like they're saying we're going to stimulate the economy, we're going to bring back jobs. Okay, I'll give a concrete deficit. example. A few years back, um, so in Australia, there's like two main political parties. Mm-hmm. There's Labour and Liberals. Um, liberals is a bit confusing because it means the opposite of what it means in America. <laughs> yeah, they're the right wing. Yeah, in Australia, the Liberals are more conservative. Yep. More um, economically conservative. Labor's for the people and the workers. Labor is a bit more socially progressive. So, people would say labor is more like Democrats. The liberals are actually more like the Republicans. Yep. So, we had had a um, labor prime minister, a progressive prime minister for a while. And the Australian economy had gone into um, deficit. We had borrowed a lot of money. Yep. And the Liberal Party came in and they said, this is a massive problem. Australia owes so much money. This is, they've really messed up the economy. Um, We need to fix it. We're going to blame all of these problems on them. Mm. And that was like a major piece of policy. And people responded to that like, oh, we're in debt. We need to get out of debt. Yes. At a very simplistic level. But that's not how countries work. It's absolutely not. You should be in debt. So, the, the basic, I don't want to spend too much time <laughs> talking about economic theory. The basic economic theory is that if your um, economy is growing, yeah. you should be in debt. Yeah. If you have future, if, if you're able to take money and turn it into more money, yep. 
then it makes sense to borrow money at that time. Yeah. I mean, because you have to pay back the money that you borrowed, but meanwhile, you've used the borrowed money, the money to yeah. make extra money. Yeah, yeah. If you're not borrowing, you're not spending, probably. So, you're not growing. It's a really, um, it's a really simple economic theory. And, and it's really relatable to normal people because people who own houses typically mm. borrow the money to buy the house. Yeah, absolutely. And, and they you get to live in the house. I'm not being a very good devil's advocate. They do um, it at a time when they're No, we making, need a surplus, Lindsay. The people who- For some reason. People who <laughs> um, have a mortgage for their house- who have borrowed money to buy the house, they're doing it at a time when they are making more money than what they need. Yeah. So, they're going through an individual period of economic growth mm -hmm. and they're using the money to invest mm -hmm. in future mm -hmm. kind of um, returns. C countries do the same thing. It makes total sense. Are there any, like, how many countries are in surplus? Probably the minority. It would be probably countries where a lot of their economy is based on resources. Yeah. And it's not like they have a finite set of resources. There's a finite demand for the resources that they want to sell. Mm. Their capability to like expand and contract that um, part of their economy is not very elastic. Yep. Like if you have a bunch of oil and you build a bunch of refineries and stuff, you, you ideally want to be using them all the time. You don't want to go through a period where they're not all being used because demand for the resource has gone down. Mm. So, I would say there's probably a lot of countries that are in surplus because their economy isn't based on like growth. It's yeah. based on resources Resort. or okay. like a more um, discrete, finite um, kind Which of market. Australia has some resources, you know. But Australia has a rapidly growing economy and it's because we have a rapidly growing population. Yeah. It totally makes sense. It's super basic economic theory. But like most people on the street, they don't know anything about economic theory. <laughs> so, th they're not in a position to take those political arguments. Yeah, they're having a gut reaction to like, oh shit, we're in debt. And politicians <laughs> know that. Yeah, right. They absolutely know <laughs> that people know nothing about economics. Mm. Even within economics, if you look at academic literature- Well, I certainly don't know much about it. If you look at like <laughs> academic literature about country-sized like economies, even in academia, they don't really they have a consensus on what works. Yeah. There's lots of competing ideas. Look, If even the people who absolutely specialize in it can't agree, mm. what are the chances that your everyday like butcher yeah. or like street sweeper is going to be able to make sense <laughs> of that stuff and come to a reasonable decision? Those bloody street sweepers. <laughs> So, yeah. I just think leave politics and specifically like political platforms- and campaigns, leave it to the things that people can form Dude, a reasonable opinion about. politicians are going to use whatever they can yeah, to but, get votes. But as people, we should recognize that we should base when our opinions yeah. and our choices mm. on things that we actually understand. Mm. Okay. Look, we could probably do a whole episode on that. Not that I know much about it. All right. He's mad. He's shaking his head. Can't do it. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Thanks everyone. <laughs>